Mother Show. Yeah, they are. Am I listening to this? Is this live? Oh. Where am I? It's not live, no. Hello! Welcome to another team profile and projection. On this episode, we're going to profile the Chicago Cubs and then project what their season will look like because you guys voted them as this ranked team, whatever that is. And it's brought to you by SeatGeek Code. Oh, and before we do that quick BBD ad break to tell you guys even more about SeatGeek, all of our PPPs, TPPs, our whole preseason package here is brought to you by SeatGeek. Baseball is back, and to celebrate SeatGeek's giving you a special offer. This is just for people who like us. This is a special one. John Boy preseason, 15% off your order. Whether you're a first-time buyer or not, doesn't matter if it's your first order. Take out your phone, open the SeatGeek app, add John Boy preseason as the code. Do it right now. Offer is only available through the end of March. March 31st, that goes away. Code John Boy preseason, all one word. Use that episode today, every day until opening day. 22. 22nd ranked team, the Chicago Cubs, who made some moves this offseason. James, your Chicago Cubs had a big offseason. I'm talking highlighted by Dan's Bay Swanson in that shortstop crop. The hair comes over from Atlanta, seven years, 177. Him and Nico Horner up the middle. How about that? Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger resurgence season. Change your Twitter name. Jameson Tyone from our Yankees. He heads over to Chicago. I like that. Boxberger in the pen. Barhart behind the dish. Eric Hosmer and Trey Mancini. We got some MLB dudes joining the party. Even former opening day sensation Julian Merriweather ended up on that Mm. team. That's a deep talking baseball cut. Who they lost? Wilson Contreras. Behind the dish, DH and doing it for a while. He went to St. Louis. Wade Miley, he's with the Brew Crew. Jason Hayward out. Rafael Ortega. Couple other guys. Steven Brawl. Andrelton Simmons. Man, the Cubs had one of the bigger offseasons. They really retooled the lineup, Trev Daddy. What's it look like now? 22 seems a little bit light for this Cubs team. I got my jersey on. Am I a believer? Maybe. We're going to find out throughout this uh, TPP here. But the lineup looks pretty good. Nico Horner leading things off at second base. Dansby Swanson, that's a nice up-the-middle pairing. Uh, our guy, Ian Happ, extension season coming. Get it done, Cubs. Nine figures, that's what you need to do. Say a Suzuki, Eric Hosmer, Trey Mancini, Cody Bellinger looking for the bounce-back season. I think we're going to get it from him. Change of scenery guy like you read about. Chris Morell. Came on strong, and Tucker Barnhart there behind the dish. They got some good pieces on the bench, too. Jan Gomes, Zach McKinstry, Nelson Velasquez, and don't forget about Patty Wisdom. James. Don't forget about Patty Wisdom. Talk dirty about that rotation to me, please. Well, you got Marcus Stroman, Jamison Tyone, like Jake said, Drew Smiley, Justin Steele, left-handed pitcher, Keegan Thompson, one of like three or five Keegans in MLB right now. Weirds me out that that's a thing. And then, you know, Wesneki, Javier Assad, not familiar with him, but he's on the list as potential rotation guy. In the bullpen, they got not a lot of names you're going to know. Rowan Wick, Merriweather. Yeah, not Oxberger's a lot. Of- been doing it for a bit, but. 
Yeah, but no one. I mean, how many of their bullpens getting drafted in a fantasy league? None. So that's the pitchers. And I think maybe that's our kickoff point because I think that's what we're going to circle back on because, Trev, you alluded to it a little bit with the lineup. Uh, you could talk yourself in almost all those guys. I, I remember there were times last year Morell was kind of like the the shining spot on that team outside of Happer. He's now, they have him listed in the eighth spot because there's a bunch of MLB names down there. Second year Asaya. It's going to be how much can they pitch, man. Um you know, Stroman, Tyone, Justin Steele put up a really nice year last year. Is he going to be able to re- repeat that? What are they going to get from their rotation? And like Jimmy said with the bullpen, I mean, it's it's the spot where you can find guys nowadays and a couple pieces in there can change things. Is that Brandon Hughes? Is that Adbert? Is it Malibu? Or is it Alize? I don't know. I'm worried about the Cubs pitching. The lineup and uh, what this team should do on the field should be a fun product. I mean, if you go back to last season, the in the second half, their pitching did really well. So they're looking to continue that into this season. I think a guy like Wesneski, he came up at the end there. He could be part of that bullpen equation early on and then maybe find himself into the rotation. At least that's what I've been reading on the Cubs forums. Mm. Uh, so I think that's... It's not fair to just to look at this roster and the pitching staff and say, ah, it's not enough. Because they did really well at the, uh, the second half of last year. Marcus Stroman kind of has a bounce back year. Um, that's going to help a lot. Kyle Hendricks coming back. Uh, he had some shoulder stuff at the end of last year as well. So it's like they have some people that need to take a or to get back to form. But they've also shown that they could do it um, throughout half a season. They just want to bring it over into 2023. Yeah, I'm also interested. A lot of these moves aren't necessarily for this year like they're building something it seems and you want them to be doing that because they traded away all their pieces to kind of rebuild but obviously they signed Dansby long term they still have Stroman for this year and next um say they got Tyone they signed for long term and then they like some of their uh young pitchers or young players and like wisdom um so, I don't know. This isn't like the go, the window's f- wide open here for the Cubs, but it's it's opening up. I think that's the plan. So, I think they're like in the pleasantly surprise us mode. Like, we got talent. We got like kind of like a three-quarter baked roster here in a lesser division. Let's go win, and we're going to keep building as we go. So, I think it's on the slope up for Cubs fans. I hope. I'm interested because they go to the deadline. You got pieces you can move or guys you can re-sign. And what does that look like? But I like some of their moves. I like their moves. I don't love their pitching. I like their lineup. You have to wonder what that, <clears throat> the second half of their lineup. Like, Nick, like what you're saying, Jim. Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson, like, you know, in baseball, not a lot's promised, but you can, you can get yourself excited for that middle infield for a while. Like, those, those guys should be there. Ian Happ might be one of the stories of the season. Obviously, we are close to the situation with the compound and him being our guy guy. Um, Contract year, all-star, gold glove. um, You know, like Trev said, could they get an extension for him? Could he become part of the core? Are they going to play the free agency game? How how does that play out? Say a Suzuki. I mean, they gave him a real contract. Like, he's a part of what the Cubs are doing the next few years. So, uh, like... 
like you said, coming up on the deadline, are the Cubs going to be in it enough that, like, the Trey Mancini, Cody Bellinger, uh, uh, if those guys have made, you know, are having nice seasons, A, did, are the Cubs in range for a wild card spot? B, what could they flip those guys for and hopefully build uh, towards future years for, you know, Horner and Horner and Dansby in the future? I, I think they've put themselves in a really good position here. And you guys are kind of, you're all over it. Okay, we, we're building for the future while putting a competitive team on the field today. And I think if you're a, if you're a fan base, and you do end up trading away a big core group of guys, this is the position you want to find yourself in. You don't want to be just completely blowing it at the big level trying to restart the farm system. They're able to do both here. And you're right, at the trade deadline, it's going to be up to them. How do you play? If you want us to add additions to this team and, and um, you know, go for it, you got to show us. And I think that's exactly you know what Cubs fans are hoping for as well. We got a roster here. The defense is going to be solid, especially up the middle. We mentioned Barnard, Nico, and and Dansby, um, and then you got Cody in center field. So that's going to help the pitching staff out a little bit. It's got to. That's a lot. So yeah, good. Cubs. I mean, Tucker got, got to go yeah. proof. I when we first said that before we started about the up the defense up the middle, I we didn't say uh, our guy Tucker, whose jersey's behind me still. I don't know, maybe it's not nice. But yeah, jersey he you, sent you at least. Yeah, you put that. You put him up the middle. It's really strong. Andy and Hep, what a gold glove. That's nice. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, How are, what's their ceiling? That, I'm, am I getting you to buy in right now? Well, that's why. I, that's mm. what I'm wondering. My next question was, what, what do you think their ceiling is and their floor? Because what am I buying into as we do these episodes right. where we're not in the upper echelon? We're not in like, like right now, I don't think they're automatically in a hunt for the division. But what do you like? Okay. Can they win the division? Jake, I think Trev, oh. both, I guess, whoever wants to jump on it. Uh, one word, no. No follow-up? Just, just no? One word, no. I, I laid it out. I'm going to give a few more uh, words now. I think, I think it's possible. How can it not be possible? Now, I understand on paper the Cardinals are ahead of this team, and, and quite substantially. Brewers probably as well. I'd put that. I put them definitely ahead of them, but I don't think as far as the Cardinals. But if things go right, I mean, look, this is why we play the games. If if the defense does help the pitching out and they do show what they showed in the second half and we get, say, Suzuki to go off and Ian Happ's like, fuck it, it's a contract year. I'm about to go gangbusters and win an MVP. Like, things can happen if Dansby comes and brings his winning mentality to the clubhouse and – like things can happen. This looks like a group that could really gel together and go on a run. I'm not going to say they can't win the division, bro. I'm not going to say that. Is it likely? No, but it's, I don't think, I think ceiling would be yes. They win the division and, and shock everybody, James. And that would, that would take the front office adding at the deadline too, though. Can the Reds win the division? No. Can the pirates? No. I'm guessing the same answer for you, Jake. No and no. So you have it be a two-teamer? Oh, you, you guys know are I you, have. A, are you leading me into something? You know right I have now? just the little bit, the littlest bit of pirate no. stock, but I don't think no. so. No. no, I was leading Jake into no. that because I know yeah. he's got a little bit of pirate. I have stock. the littlest bit of pirate stock. Baseball could happen, but no, yes. I don't think they can win the division. I think they can. They can be up there in a, a wild card hunt. I think. I think the best, and actually, you know what, like. 
what is their front office rooting for here? Are they rooting for competitive but still able to shed Bellinger? Maybe try to re-sign Hap for next year, but like some of their rentals, like try but to trade. They don't trade. need to shed him though, because he's not he's not he's not latched on for any amount of time. So they don't need to trade, shed him. Trade, trade, get get capital in return for guys that aren't part of the next window. And they have a couple guys like Hap. Is he part of it? Is he not? I think they are going to. I think he is. I think he is too. I think they're going to want to try and resign him. But at the deadline, are, are they? Do they want the flexibility to be able to make moves still, get prospects in return while still being competitive like the Brewers did last year? Or do they want, are they going to feel handcuffed if they're, you know, they, they feel like they can't do that, they have to acquire, and then it kind of messes up their formula? Or what is their formula? Is that five years ago baseball and not current baseball? I mean, if you look at their farm system, it's doing pretty well. So, like, they've already kind of stocked that up. Right now, I'm seeing six dudes in the top 100. That's nice. Pete Crow Armstrong is my guy. I had to mention him here. This is not a Pete Crow Armstrong jersey. It's an Andre the Hawk Dawson jersey. Uh, but like I said, I think they just put themselves in a... I don't want to call it a win-win situation because if you're losing games at the big level, it's not really winning. But... Um, if they go off and and have a good start to the season, they're competitive. Th- I think they'll be fine with that. They haven't made any like crazy long term commitments to guys that they don't want to. Um, and then if they do get off to a rough start, they do have some trade pieces. So this is this is a good situation to be in. And as a Cubs fan, I think you're pretty happy with how quickly this thing got turned around. I think that's a general consensus here. You have well, hope- they're not turned around. You yet. have hope for summer. You have hope for summer, which last yeah. year you didn't. La- last year, I-, I remember doing the Cubs PPP, and it was like, hey, is- what is Rafael Ortega? What, are- what is Patty Wiz? Like, who who are these 30-year-old breakout guys the Cubs had for half a season? Um, and we're not talking about those guys a lot, this TPP. Um, they brought in some guys. I mean, Trey Mancini, I, I know it kind of finished with a weird taste in our mouth because he was kind of platooning in Houston and it just never clicked there but all that guy did was hit uh in Baltimore for half a decade uh Cody Bellinger you know as when a trade deadline approaches what kind of Cody Bellinger is he uh because a they have him for that one year if he fully made the flip he's back the shoulder's feeling good he's gonna be a five six war player if they're around it you either be better be getting a nice return or you know, I, I believe the Cubs can still offer him the qualifying offer. So they could get a draft pick back if Cody Bellinger is going to hit free agency and break the bank. Or do they make him part of the core? Um, yeah, they, Trev, you said win-win, and, you know, that gets thrown around a little loosely. I do think last year was uh, a find-out. There's, there's some pieces that we just don't know what we're doing. I think they found out. This year, I think if they're in it, They'll add, and if, if they end up being, you know, they add a piece at the deadline, win 84 games, like, we're not really talking about any trade deadline pieces, except Ian Happ, that you would be talking about a real return, but if you're going to let it get to the summer, you know, two months of Ian Happ, uh, we, we often talk about trade returns, that that's not necessarily going to net you, like, two big-time prospects or anything, like, it, it's a rental, so I, I think the Cubs might be in it. Uh, and speaking of qualifying offers, if Ian Happ has a nice year, like you better, they could do that as well. So I, I think they're in a, like, I really liked what you said, Trev. There's so many times that we talk about teams that, 
you can be rebuilding and retooling like these Cubs are while also putting out a product that maybe it does click. Maybe baseball does happen. But if it doesn't, that's okay too. And let's go back to the drawing board next offseason and see where a Brennan Davis is or how much stock Pete Crow Armstrong's has grown for Trev in, in the past year. Bad sentence. Bad sentence. <laughs> what I'm, did you just say right there? I'm watching Adrian Sampson. With Hendricks out, they got mm. they, they might have a spot open in their rotation. Uh, I don't think we had him listed here on the sheet, but he's a guy that went down and completely changed his arsenal in AAA, like had new slider. Uh, I think that then started throwing the slider more. Had a really good September uh, last year. I think pitch two, yeah, I have it here, One six three ERA in September. Uh, played the Cardinals, played the Mets, played not a lot of great teams, but also the numbers were good. I don't even know what they're going to do with him. Is he going to be in the bullpen or starter? They kind of have a, the option to mess around with that fifth starter role. Yeah, on our sheet currently listed as their like long relief guy. Yeah. Um, but don't know. And then, and then Keegan was. Thompson, he was better out of the bullpen last year than as a starter. And he ended the season kind of going back into the pen. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do at the back end of the rotation there. I'm just reading up on Hendricks. He still is – he's, like, about to start throwing, and he's still quite a ways away, it seems like. He had a tear in his shoulder. Um, gosh, I hope he comes back. He's, he struggled the last couple of seasons, I believe, too. And uh, he was really fun. When he was when he was right, he was a really fun pitcher to watch. Yes, I agree. The professor. I mean, he was a dude. For <laughs> six years, seven years, uh, so yeah, that's a that's a storyline in Cubby's land. Uh, a guy you should be rooting for. I, I guess you know when you talk about winning the division or or in this NL Central, um, the pitching man. I go look at the Cardinals. Go look at the Brewers, uh, and you find kind of different tiers of pitching. And I'll tell you something else. Let Let's say the lineup clicks. I love Jameson Tyone. Uh, Jimmy and BBD will vouch. Uh, he pitches, and I think he was building up his arm strength for the past couple of years. He's going to have one tough stretch, but outside of that, he's going to be really strong for you. Stroh's been doing it for a while. Maybe Steele's a dude. Maybe it clicked for him, and he's a guy. They lost innings out of their bullpen sneaky last year that D-Rob started there. He threw 36 games, and he had a 2-2-3 ERA. Scott Efros, 47 games as a Cub to a 2-6-6. They traded those guys away last year in a bullpen that still wasn't kind of a team strength for them. So, And it doesn't feel like they necessarily replace those guys. I know in a given year, a reliever or two can, can click. They could also not. Um, and I, I'm just, this Cubs pitching depth, maybe if the Brewers or St. Louis have a collapse this year and the Cubs, everything goes right like we're talking about, they could catch one of those teams. I don't think there's a way they can catch both. What's the over-under at? I also agree. They, well, maybe I don't. I don't know. It would have to be a bad summer for one of those other teams. Yeah, the other teams would have to blow it. I think the Cardinals would have to blow it. I'm not I, I gotta I gotta check out this Brewers Ooh. team. I gotta get to the TPP here. They may they may be upset last year. Did they year. hurt your heart too much last year? They did. A, a little bit, dude. Wow. A little bit. So, you know, I'm kind of uh, feeling like, hey, who's this new shiny object coming here? That's been around since the 1800s in the Chicago Cubs. Over under, DraftKings has it 77 and a half. Mm. 
I'm starting. I'm taking the over, boys. I'm Ooh. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Hello, you're not supposed to say that anymore. Yeah. I'm believing in the Cubs this year to be around 500. So I'm taking the over. I'm also on the over. Really? Because of our friend Ian Happ. Love Ian Happ. I and Matt Mervis. I don't think you uh, mentioned him. Unless, Ian, unless they trade Happ, I'm taking the under. That's, oh. See, that's one of those tricky things. Yep. It's just that's a carved out future. niche. Yeah, it's a, that's uh, my own niche. Also, might be a chicken or the egg my thing. Niece. To trade him, they're going. 77 and a half. I, I still like the Cardinals. I like the Brewers. Um, How many did they win last year? 73. 73. 74. They added Bay. They added a lot of guys. The Central plays the, the East and the West more. That's been a big thing for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, Wait. I'm on the under. Sorry, Hap. Oh, I'm on the under. I'm on the under. No. You guys are taking that this too is, far, This, is the, this is the first. Are you kidding me? This is the first um, episode of the session. I forgot that I'm taking Midwest Unders. Under. Uh, yes. Can that defense be so good? I love the defense. It helps out the pitching so I want, the pitching gets better. I want Hap in pinstripes, too. So <laughs> I'm so I'm so upset right now. Lock, lock this in for me on the over. Lock it in for me, BBB. I'll note that Trev locks it in. Can they be 500? Sure. Um, it's my squad this year. I believe in Dansby. Dansby was the best shortstop in the National League last year. 78 wins over. Wow. Way to be. Good job, Jake. I just upped it to 79. The biggest Cubs fan on the whole show. No. He just upped it to 79. I said 500, bro. You're not counting the rain out. That's a good made up. <laughs> 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 <laughs>